Hey, I see your board looking at us every single week, every single Thursday, but you have yet to subscribe. Why? We're gonna keep doing this every week. So make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the Awkward Thinking page and follow us at Awkward Thinking. Share our stuff, man. Share our stuff. Hear it before the bus. And three, two, one. Welcome back to the Aqua Thinking Podcast. I'm Nas, aka Stacks. I'm Vince. <clears throat> and we are the Awkward Thinkers. Woo! Let's get yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And make sure you like, comment, and subscribe and follow Aqua Thinking on Instagram and TikTok. Okay? All right, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm Great. Good. Great, Scott. I'm happy for I'm you. Tired. I'm tired of shit too. <laughs> so we're gonna play a little game today. Um, we usually play what ifs, but today we're gonna do a little something different. Uh, we're gonna do explain this. Explain this is like explaining something to a child. I know a lot of things like you don't want to strip their innocence in the sense of like that, and it make it kind of awkward. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna you know give our favorite contestant, um, Vincent Brown, a uh, little shit. So. Explain. I don't got my buttons for this yet. Explain death to a child. I think uh, explaining death to like, let me say that my kid. I would I would tell them like you know. Let's say <clears throat> let's say with a pet, they lose a pet. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be like you know, your dog, you know some thing living things die, and when he acts or when she acts like. Okay, well, what does dying mean? I'm gonna be like, you know, some you're here, but you're not. You, you're no longer here. So like, I'm I'm gonna explain. You're not explaining this because well. it's like damn. <laughs> it's like death is like, you know, everybody everybody comes here. You get to know people and you get to like learn who they are. They get to learn who you are, and they're here for a moment. And like, that's all we can do is appreciate the moment that people or things are here like even animals like we appreciate the moment in time that we have here with them and once people die it's like they're asleep but it's a sleep they won't come up from not like a coma but you know it's a permanent nap it's a dark nap <laughs> <laughs> nah it's a it's hard that's going to be a hard thing to explain and i think it's going to more so it's going to it's going to depend on the situation like who died or what died that's going to have me explain it but i'm going to try to be as gentle as i can but also like it's okay that things die or people die like you always get to remember them like yeah you know true how would you explain it listen nigga say nah uh <laughs> nah it's so hard. that's hard um i know for me i i would just say like you know I, I, they've gone home you know, they've gone to the right home. And if they ask me, like, what what is home? Uh, God's home. Heaven, where they are no longer in pain. They are mm. no longer struggling. They don't have to worry about these problems that they have on earth no more. You know, but rest assured that they're happy. And it, they don't want you to worry. They don't want you to cry. They just want you to live your best life like they live their best life. So that's how I would explain now that to a child. Your kid get inspired and be like, "Well, shit, I'm trying to go to home early." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit, why not? Why? Let me get this shit over early, <laughs> bro. 
and then there's suicide and you can get into that i mean shit not saying you get into mm-hmm. it but like you then that's a different explain this when we're a little <laughs> bit more prepared for that one because that was tough was it? I, would, I would say honestly if they would say that to me i would honestly say like um uh, it's not on your time like it's not like not death is not on your time but like it's not when god is ready for you to come there it's more it's a happier thing when god is ready for you to come home exactly versus you saying i'm ready to come home because i'm tired not saying like that but i'd be ready to come home sometime yeah because your kids say some shit like that you like nigga you ain't lived through shit yet but you never know you know you never know hopefully my kid won't live through shit yeah like like nothing traumatic yeah yeah i'm not well this shit happens, you know. Shit like, do happen. It be shit you don't know about that be happening. But yeah. you can all you can do is be the best parent you can be. Mm. So before it was a trending sound, that was great actually. Before it was a trending sound, we actually do awkward confessions. So do you have any awkward confessions, Vincent? Confession. There you go. Any awkward confessions? Yeah. Uh do I have any awkward confessions? I feel like I do. I do a lot of weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. Get into it. I want to hear it. We want to hear it. But I'm trying to. I'm trying to think what's going to be worth like telling. That's not going to also be like. Fuck me over. (laughs) Yeah. I tell my shit. Let the people know. Um, I really enjoy women's music. Like I really do. Like ratchet ass music. Like I I get the guns and shit like that Mm. and all that. But like. The city girls fire, lotto fire. Uh, who else? Shit. Uh, the little F and F girl. That song is fire. Shit. Even sometimes even Santana music is fire. That shit. Sometimes I I like music like that. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Like I don't, sometimes I don't want to hear about a nigga up at nine o'clock selling drugs with a beater on. I got a beater on right now, but but still, that's only you for certain type of. You was up at nine o'clock this morning I was too. Up at nine o'clock. <laughs> what kind of lifestyle you living, man? I'm working nine to fucking five, nigga. Damn, I just described my life. Um, I don't knock the, the like the city girls and like the. I'm gonna call that thought music. Cause it be oh, thought like, music. I love thought music. I don't knock it. It's just it's not for me. Like yeah. it's it's not something. I don't listen to like uh, hardcore rap. I'm or not. Let me not say hardcore That's rap. Hard Cause just no. Cause rapping about shit like drugs and killing people is not hardcore. Like that. It that shit ignorant. How? It's ignorant as hell. But it's not like you're not doing shit, nigga. You just especially if you're not living that lifestyle. Okay. Like it be too many niggas rapping about. Doing shit that you ain't never done before. Right. Or doing shit that you ain't never did before. So it's like, when it comes to shit like that, I don't care about, like, I don't want to hear no shaking ass music or no, that's, it's not shit that I I feel like, I feel like I listen to music that I can relate to. Like, Mm -hmm. every song on my playlist is damn near a song that's like something I can, I can connect to some way. I don't shake ass, so I can't really connect to shaking ass music. And it be sounding you the same. You don't have to always shake ass. This is a bop. It's, these songs is a Listen, bop. Listen, Itty Bitty Piggy is a fucking bop. It's it's not not for me. It's it's just not for me. Now, you throw Alicia Keys, but you throw some Rihanna, you throw some Beyonce, some Leona Lewis, all the motherfuckers you throw them on on, on in some music. I got you. Here, 
put some Lil' Kim. Hot I, damn hoe, here we go again. I can't do Lil' Kim. It, it's, I'm not into the rap and the, like, the, I love it, the sleazy shit. I'm not into it. So it would be like, that sound, don't, it don't do it for me. I'm I'm like a R&B. You give me all the little R&B chicks. I listen to it. I was just having this conversation at work. Because I told my coworker, he asked me, like, you listen to... Uh, he was just asking, like, the same thing. You listen to City Girls... Megan Thee Stallion and shit. I'm like, I don't shake ass, so I don't really Bro, listen. you don't have and, to fucking listen, shake ass. I, I don't feel like, shake ass. I feel like that's... I feel like listening to shit like that, you need to be shaking ass. Give me the cash. Fuck a wedding ring. Put some ice on my neck. Cash money. Watch it bling bling. Yeah. That's hard. I, that's it, hard. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I don't... Uh, and yeah, it's not knocking it. I don't knock the music. I don't knock it at all. Like, it's cool. It's just not what I want to hear. It's not like... That... And then the other thing, too, is like... As I go throughout my day, my music kind of, like, helps... Uh, my music helps me, like, with my emotions and shit throughout the day. Like, channeling and shit. And that... Thumping shit in my head, I hate that shit. That mm. shit, I hate. I hate nigga rap. I hate. I do. Oh my god. Because it's like, so please get us canceled. It's it's trifling, bro. It'd be like y'all not rapping about shit. Y'all y'all niggas is not rapping about shit. It's, it's shit people are going through. It's scammers in the world. It's female scammers. I don't give a it's fuck. male scammers. And, it's, and it's the shit. Male all you saying is is killers everywhere. The only thing you saying is keep doing that shit. White people have fucking the same shit. It's just hard heavy metal or I, fucking listen, country listen, music. I'm I'm black. I'm I'm a nigga. I'm black. I don't give a fuck about what the white people have, what they don't have. We talking about niggas right now. Like <laughs> I'm just saying in, in the essence of it, it's it's I love it, man. I and that's can't. cool. That's cool for you. Yeah. I'm a but you know, I'm a I'm a rock out to my Alicia Keys and shit. I be at work like no what? <laughs> I be in that, I be in that bitch. Like it the the music good. It's good music and it's I feel like the music be good for the soul too. Like mm-hmm. the music Again, it, it, it's going to affect how you feel. I feel like there's there's a certain amount of, like, when you listen, you be listening to, like. I listen to it all. I listen do. to it all, bro. I will give you that. You do listen to, like, a diverse group of music. Yeah. But people who be only listening to, like, let's say you only listen to trap music. Yeah. You an aggressive-ass motherfucker for no reason. You could be the softest no. motherfucker. Listen, no. I know the softest I, niggas literally, listen to trap music. I don't know no soft niggas. I'm not saying it's impossible, but... When you be listening to that shit, that's how you you move throughout like shit. Women didn't become aggressive until they started trying to listen to rap shit and like you listening to like uh, what they call that shit, uh, drill music and shit, and like you spitting. I don't know. It's like I love it. I love it when a female talking that shit. Like I don't especially get money, their pussy, all type of shit. That shit it, is raw. It's and that's good for you, but for me in my household, we go continue to serve the Lord. <laughs> Hey, I see your board looking at us every single week, every single Thursday, but you have yet to subscribe. Why? We're going to keep doing this every week. So make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the Awkward Thinking page and follow us at Awkward Thinking. Share our stuff, man. Share our stuff. Hear it before the bus. But I would say, uh, Well, we're going to conclude awkward confessions until this man musters up some fucking courage to tell his fucking truth. So thank you for listening to awkward confessions. All right. Um, let's get to the meat of this shit, man. Mm-hmm. You want to give it away? You know, 
You want to give our topic away or you want me to give it away? You can give it away. All right, so we're going to be talking about choosing to be hurt. Um, it's a lot of shit that we do. I was reading up on a lot of shit I was really studying on. And then I, I came to a revelation as we, you know, when we get to, to that point. But um, so we're going to go from childhood, teenage years, and then adulthood. And adulthood is like what we're, we're in now. We're in our mid-20s. So we're like what has affected it's us ghetto and what we, here. yeah it's ghetto as fuck so what we've been going through and what you know shit that we've been trying to overcome so i'm gonna let you take it away on some childhood shit then i'm gonna piggyback off you gang uh childhood wise like my trauma and shit mm -hmm. like the am i talking about choosing to be hurt as a kid or i'm just talking about choosing to be hurt as a kid yeah um oh you know what i used to do that and, and now that i'm an adult it annoys the fuck out of me to see kids do. I used to like be one of them kids who, I'm gonna show you I'm upset, because mm -hmm. I want you to ask. I want you to like, oh, what's wrong? Like shit like that. I'm gonna put it on my face. I'm gonna like, you go know that I'm upset and shit. And I'm a, I used to like, like I would. I remember in fourth grade, Miss Justin. She was my fourth grade teacher, and we would have like on and off again beef, <laughs> and for for whatever reason. I, I was not like a bad kid or nothing, but I used to just get caught up in dumb shit. And like, I used to like, uh, I would sit in the back of the class cause she ended up moving my desk. Like I was like behind everybody, but it helped me. But it was like, bitch, you just put me back here. So I would sit in the back of the class and I would be like this whole time, like the whole class, like mm -hmm. just looking mad as fuck for no reason. And I feel like, as a kid, I did that a lot, and instead of me just being like, nigga, either ain't shit wrong with me, or tell motherfuckers how you feel, I, d I wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. And that shit, I feel like, f not fucked me up as an adult, but I ran into problems as a kid because I just wasn't vocal enough with it just being like, yeah, some shit either irritated me or I wasn't cool with some shit. Um, for myself, I, I did a lot of choosing to be hurt as a kid. Um, I would say in the beginning stages, it's more like, how do you put it? So like you, you become like, you love innocence, the pain that, cause you find a safe place in it mm -hmm. and you find some type of, yeah, you will find some type of peace into, in, in a, into pain. That's why love and pain is like hand in hand and shit like that. So a lot of the times, um, even when I was like a kid and I was uh, aware that my father wasn't around and shit, um, I would tell my mom, like, she's very supportive, very loving person. I'd tell my mom, don't come to my games. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't do this. Don't do that. You know, because now it's gotten to a point where it's like, Neglect seems like, hey, it's, it's attention. Choosing to be hurt is like, is in a in sense, is like a lack of attention. I wasn't getting that attention from my dad. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So me uh, just like, hey, you know, like don't come to my game. He don't come to my games. That means like, all right, he doesn't love me. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. But that's going to drive me like, all right. I chose as a kid, I chose negative affirmations over positive affirmations. Mm. Negative af negative af affirmations. God damn, negative affirmations drove me better than they did. Like pain made me more. Like I'm a, I'm about to go hard. I'm about to go. Like I don't want to hear that I'm doing good. I don't hear. I don't want to hear. It. And that's why I was like considered the bad kid because acting out gave me the attention I wanted. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or talking shit or being being in the mix or always hearing my name. But then it becomes, I don't want to be this no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you 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 find yourself in this rhythm. It's like it's a habit. Everybody stereotypes you as the bad kid. So as a child, I would always do bad shit. But it was more so like, I don't like nobody turning their back on me type shit. Yeah. So choosing to be her i chose the bad route i chose to be the bad kid because i wanted attention mm-hmm. <clears throat> type shit or a smart ass mouth or whatever the case may be so that was me for my childhood years i think also like for me as a kid um like i uh i was going through a lot as a kid like uh from siblings and shit and like just like you know shit was fucked up we was poor at one point so it was like a lot going on like within the household and I just I remember like I I wasn't feeling like I was getting enough attention. Like you said, it's mm-hmm. the attention thing. When you choosing to be hurt, it's cause you have like a lack of attention on you. And it's like it, it's eleven of us in the household and it's like I, I just realized as a kid a lot of times like because it's so many of us, because so much is going on, I had like kinda removed myself like from the family. Mm-hmm. Like low key Like as a kid I just was like I don't want to come down When it's a lot of people here I don't want to Be around people Like I stayed in my room And I watched TV Or stayed in my room And read books and shit Like I was not on Like I don't know Like trying to like Socialize But it was like It was the environment That my family Kind of had created for me mm-hmm. It was like I don't feel welcome When I'm out here or, Like when I'm coming out here Y'all are like there's certain shit being said to me that I don't appreciate as a kid. And it's just like, um, it's just like certain shit like, nigga, I'm I'm a kid. I don't need to hear certain shit. And I don't need to be told certain shit as a kid. Like, yeah, I don't know. So it's like, I, I realized like when I got older, like go, becoming a teenager and shit. And I started coming out the room more. People was like, I remember my cousin being like, oh, like. Since when you start, like, actually coming out the room, since I got big enough and y'all niggas don't talk to me how y'all started, I mean, how y'all used to talk to me. Yeah. Like, nah, I'm comfortable. I can handle myself. Like, um, I, I'm i not worried about shit. So now I can come out the room. You talk shit, I'll talk shit right back to you, and we can handle it however it needs to be handled. Yeah. Like, it, it was like that. Because it, it's like, I don't know, as a kid, bro, it was just, it was, like, hard. Yeah, another thing too um, I do as a kid, um, I used to like I I looked at a, a Kevin Hart interview, or he was on the radio and he was saying like I would tell jokes about myself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they probably make me feel bad, but I'll get to it before you got to it. Yeah, and basically I was like, damn, that as a kid I'm like this might work. You know, at the time I had like fucked up teeth and, you know, my dad wasn't around and shit like that. So I would make jokes. I would be like, well, you know, I don't got a dad, so I don't know, you know, or some shit like that. Like that shit wasn't cool. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I was, but that was just me finding something to like, it hurts. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't want, but me shining my insecurities didn't help either mm-hmm. because a motherfucker probably wasn't worried about that what you got going on home or what your physical features now but now i made it present enough for you to be like oh well he jokes about himself i can say it too mm-hmm. and that wasn't and then it was like all right well i gotta still like take that heat it doesn't tell you the the shit that comes with it just because you make the joke about yourself the shit that come yep, with it because you open is, that door for everybody else exactly so i used to do that shit a lot 
Um, even coming in my teenage years, that was rough, man. That was a rough time, uh, like, finding, like, myself mm-hmm. and finding a crowd and shit like that. So I chose, like, the same thing. I told my don't come to my football games. My dad wasn't around. I even, like, elementary school, I would tell, like, my teachers, like, I'll get in trouble. I'm like, you know, I don't got my dad in my life, this and this and that. They, them white people eat that shit up. I already know. <laughs> white people would eat that shit know. up. So it's just like, you know, I don't got my dad in my life and it's, everything is hard at home. This and this and this and that. So it was just like, I, I was fine. Like, I was mm-hmm. com- I completely, by fourth grade, I completely accepted it, that you was going to be in and out and type shit like that. So, but teenage years, yeah, I was said fuck it. You know what I mean? I was acting out way more. Went to conduct summer school, uh, moved around and shit like that. And yeah, it was just because it was fun. Yeah. I'm listening to this book and it's um it's called Untethering like the the self or something like that. And it's basically about it's teaching you how to like live without feeling like you are living through um every moment like. Yes, you are here, but you're not here at the same time, if that makes sense. Like, everything isn't about you. Everything, like, it it, it basically explains everything that's going to happen, everything that's going to be, is going to happen. Nothing is here because of you. Nothing was here because of, like, this is not, all this shit was already predestined, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, shit happened before you even got to this point. Within the, Like, the moment that's in front of you right now has nothing to do with you. You did not create it, the moment. You did not, like, manifest the moment. Nothing. All this in front of you was, like, going to happen regardless. Like, um, it basically described, like, uh, all right, let's say, I'm trying to think. Like, it basically described shit happened way before you were even thought of mm-hmm. that was put into place. Like, certain things happened. Like, um, it had described, like, the Spanish settlers setting in Florida and um, the the native people who are already there. Yeah. And it described how some of them at certain points met and, you know, became entangled and shit. And now you're a descendant of one of them. And that's only it, it happened because of some other shit that was never because of you. Did I just sound crazy? So basically all the shit that is is like. In in the grand scheme of it, God has put everything in place before you even was thought of. Yeah. So it's nothing that you should get praise or you should get slack for because and not even just slack, but you should. It's nothing to feel more so personal about. It's more so you you are in the moment. Enjoy the moment that's in front of you. Enjoy the time that it took for everything to get in front of you. These mics, these speakers, these cameras, all this did not just happen overnight. And I'm not saying this like. Recording, I mean, like, even the actual mics themselves, it took for somebody to, like, put some shit together and be like, oh, this is how we're going to record audio. That all took place way long before we got here. And that shit, other shit is going to happen way long after we're gone. All we can do is sit here and appreciate that shit works. Like, shit um, shit is in front of us. Like, we can talk. We here right now. We talking on mics. You got a mic and headphones, all that. Like, it's work. Everything around us, all we can do is appreciate that we are, like, here right now. As I'm as I'm writing for the episode, you know, and shit like that, uh, I came to the realization it was just, like, even with, like, going back to the neglect thing, it was, like, I got to correct the inner child. 
mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like a lot of a lot of men say like, oh, I don't be chasing a woman, but you do in a sense, you know, in the, in the essence of it, because whether you were neglected some point in time or whatever you're chasing, not even just a woman, whatever you're chasing, at some point in time you were neglected. So you're chasing that thought of, well, I know for personally for myself, mm-hmm. I was neglected sometimes by my father. It's been years I haven't talked to him, but then it's been times where I talked to him in and out. Mm-hmm. But that neglect turned into, all right, I need to I need to prove that why you need to love me, you know what I mean? So even when a woman that I am courting or whatever is like, and you're ignoring me, I feel like it's the inner child. It's not the grown yeah. man. Now it's just the inner child. Why you don't, why you don't fuck with me no more? What's, what what did I do? You know what I mean? The same way is like, with my dad is like, what did I do? What did mm-hmm. I do to deserve this and shit like that? So as I was writing it. It was it was heavy, like it was just heavy a revelation for me because it was just like, damn, I didn't know I I, I never noticed I did shit like this, mm-hmm. you know. Even like with my like past situation with my ex and shit like that, I did a lot of things that it was just like due to neglect. I would give you gifts because I was like, hey, like I'm here, mm-hmm. love me, you know what I mean, or shit like that or take the bullshit you know take the the negative shit and just be like oh we're we're you know we're here so it's just like a lot of the times choosing to be hurt you you get you become dumb behind the shit like you seriously do and it's just you got to correct that inner child in you like Mm -hmm. literally you got to evaporate the shit some way somehow because that motherfucker could be in the dark scared as hell you just gotta show that motherfucker a light because bro this shit I'll tell you This shit is tough I feel like um, You gotta go through And like realize Like number one Like you said It's neglect I I was neglected Mm -hmm. And then you gotta go Ahead and trace that All the way back To the first few times That you can remember Being neglected And how that felt And see if that's What you've been Holding on to Mm -hmm. Like That's I think that's how You do the healing Like you You go through And you see I'm I'm like this because of that. Exactly. And now because you recognize that, you can go through and be like, well, let me put this in place. Let me change this. Let me... And, and not even just... I feel like sometimes once you do come to the realization, like, that's why I'm like this, you, you got power now. Yeah. Because it's like, at first you're like, why is it like this? Why, why do I do this? Why am I seeking this? Why am I accepting that? Like, and then you realize, fuck, it's because of this. Yeah. And now, because you do realize it, now you got the power to change it. And that's all you can do is, like, moving forward, like, catch the signs. Like, you, you see where you go in at and you be like, I'm um, fainting for this person's attention. Mm-hmm. Once you realize, like, damn, I'm, I'm asking for this person's attention and I'm asking for it a little too much, boom, back off. Yeah. yeah. And I was, um, to coin that, I was, I have a theory. Mm-hmm. I have a theory. Uh, it's called the me theory. And the me theory is, you ever notice people or anybody would say, oh, their significant other acts just like them. Mm-hmm. That, I feel like that shit is a red flag. And the reason why I say this shit is a red flag is because you never know if you want you until you meet you. Mm-hmm. And... That's like the harsh reality. Like all the good shit, you be like, I'm amazing. Like nigga, I would date me until you date me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's like, oh shit, I'm really like this. Until a motherfucker start treating, and I feel like that's a lesson that yeah. we gotta learn. Like you're treating people like shit. Mm-hmm. So when you meet a me, 
that means oh shit i might be doing some shit wrong mm-hmm. i might be i might be fucking up or i might be that's all that shit is because opposites attract for a fucking reason I, that's not that's actual I, truth. That's I'm I'm telling you, opposite attracts for a fucking reason, gang. Because if I'm meeting me and I'm I'm a all right, I know all my negative shit. I could be an asshole. I could be this. I could be that. But I also know I can be fun. I can be you know caring. I can be kind. I can be whatever. But if I don't like the the all the negative shit about myself and that's from another person, it's just like no, I'm cool. I'll I'll have somebody that's not. And what I what I mean by opposite attract, I'd rather have somebody who's not exactly like me that has their own kind of ways of negativity that we can kind of like balance out type shit. Mm. Versus, nigga, we about to go head to head, mag for mag. Cause y'all both keep leaving dishes in the sink. Exactly. So you rather somebody who leave like I don't know. Yeah, cause I was watching Boomerang and that was what happened. Like the nigga, the nigga. If you haven't watched Boomerang, it's a movie in the '90s and shit like that. Um, it's starring like Eddie Murphy and shit. And Eddie Murphy's like this big guy, this big time guy, marketer. You know, he's smooth, this and this and this and that. And he meets the female version of himself, mm-hmm. which I was like, oh shit, that's the Boomerang. Name. Yeah, that's last night, dumb as hell. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's just like he meets the female version. Now he's like trying to do everything in his power. Like he's going through pain. He's going through like insecurities he's going through like oh i'm tripping or some shit even though it but he's meeting himself in the mm. female version and he doesn't like it versus he meets holly berry and she's nothing like her well to me that also just sounds like um it sounds like you can't handle yourself like yeah, instead of so, you but because I, I feel like it's not it's not like okay i need someone who's going to be opposite to me mm-hmm. more so okay I need to just change the way I'm doing shit in that way. That's the me theory. That's what I just said. But you, you like, you <laughs> saying like, okay, you did say change, yeah. like change the way you doing shit. But I don't think, I don't think you you need to like because someone is like you that you need to be like, oh, I'm gonna be an opposite person or I'm gonna find my opposite person. No, I'm saying that. All I'm saying, the me theory is just, I feel like I'm a firm believer of God, and that's the God's lesson of, you're treating people like shit, I'm gonna bring a, mm. I'm gonna bring your counterpart, and I'm about to show you how you treat people like shit, mm. but in a, in a different way, type and shit. And then do you think, because um, I think you can also, of course, learn that too. Right. Like, you learn, like a lot of the people who've been through abuse, or let me not say a lot of people, because I don't know the statistics right. on shit, but it seemed like people who, who go through certain types of abuse, then become abusers themselves, mm-hmm. like later on down the line. And I think it, it's out of a reaction of, I don't want to be treated like that, so I'm going to do it. So I don't have to be the, I'd rather be the, the person, I'd rather be the abuser, the abuser than the victim. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how that is. Like, I think people, I don't know that, like you can be taught to be an abuser like that. Yeah. Um, As far as adulthood, I don't, I don't, now I already all I know is like that ignoring shit. That's like my pet peeve right now. Like I'm trying to correct that. But as far as I I, I don't give a fuck. Like mm. as far as like choosing to be heard, like I'm just learning just to be like, okay, that's that's what you think. Okay. And that's fine why that say something good. That's nah, fine. You do you. Like, but that just really, seemed like pushing it. Like, no, that it's, just, it's just more so like I'm not giving energy is a lot. It is. So 
if I know I don't believe what you what you're trying to say to me or whatever you're trying to say to me or whatever the case may be, why am I giving you my energy? That's that's going to require me a lot of like anger is way more powerful than fucking any other emotion you have. Anger can put you in jail. Anger can put you. Nigga, in, love would do the same shit. All right, so anger and fucking love is two, it's hand in hand. It's hand in hand, but those are the two most powerful emotions you damn near got. Maybe sadness if they TikTok is on some bullshit, <laughs> but I'm saying like that shit, bro. I'm not giving you my energy. What the fuck do I need to give you my energy for? What what, what pleasure do I owe you to give you my energy? So mm. what? You think this way? Okay. All right. I think this way. We're we're always going to agree to disagree. Yeah, I'm going to have a group of people that's going to agree with me, and I'm going to have a group of people that disagree with me. So the fuck what? I'm not, mm. not going to argue with you. All right. Go ahead. Go about your fucking day type shit. I feel like in my adulthood, I chose to be hurt like more so than mm. being like a teenager or a kid. Cause like in my adulthood I had the freedom to be hurt So like um, Like in adulthood Or as a kid and as a teenager I'm a person I'm like the 10th out of 11th, 11 kids So I have to be the peacemaker Cause there's so much shit going on I have to be the one who Isn't causing a problem So anything I'm going through Cannot be like it can't be the center of attention. And then in adulthood, I was like, fuck it. Like, nigga, I'm going a, I'm to a choose to be hurt. I'm going to allow myself to go through this. And I'm going to allow myself to just feel through, go through this wave of, like, kind of sadness and other shit and let myself be down and, like, let shit not happen, but just let shit happen. Um, like, you know, I was in, like, in college and shit. I lost a couple people in college and... That shit was hard, and I know, like, my grades and shit started slipping. And at one point, I was like, it is what it is. Like, I'm a, I'm not focused on college right now. I'm, like, college or cl at least classwork. I'm not focused on classwork because that shit requires too much energy, and that's how I was looking at it. This is requiring energy that I don't really have right now. I only got energy for fun shit. Class is not fun. And I think in 2019, like, when I lost my sister – Coming back in that fall, it was really like, like I had that was my first time really going through like a, a deep depression, and it was like, I don't anything else. I don't give a fuck about. I don't care about nothing. I'm not really. I'm not. I'm on autopilot pilot right now, and I remember my um, my psychology teacher suggesting like take a semester off, bro, maybe because I I'm turning in work late or. I'm turning it in, it's half-assed done. And he was like, bro, what you doing? And I'm like, I'm just going through shit, you know. It's, but I've been telling him every semester I'm going through shit, which I have. But it's like, when are you going to stop allowing that to be? Uh, safe. Yeah. Like, when are you going to stop allowing that to, to hinder you? Like, nigga, pick your shit up and keep it going. Like, you hurt right now, and that's cool. You go, like, in life, you are going to hurt. But you can't just sit there and, like, Drowning and that's what I was doing. I was like really drowning in my sadness. It was like I don't want to do shit that don't got to nothing to do with nothing. Like if it's not about like actually having fun right now, I don't give a fuck about it. And it was like it was sad. Like nigga, my grades and everything slipped. And I feel like uh like looking back at it now, like I should have dropped out. Not dropped out, but I should have took a semester off. Mm -hmm. That was a time where it was like do something like take a semester off and, and help yourself 
But at the same time, like my situation at home was not a good situation to be going back home to. Like yeah. if I would have took that semester off and went home back to Cleveland, probably would have never came back to school. So it was like I had to keep that in mind, too. So I'm doing the bare minimum to stay in school. Like I'm going to make sure financial aid and shit is able to hit my account. And it did get to a point where it's like we don't know. We don't know if it's going to be able to hit your account because your grades is so fucking horrible. I put too much on my plate and was like, I feel like I was allowing myself to like, I, I and the other thing I did, never did that I feel like would have been healthy was just slow down. Even if I didn't take a break from school, all the extracurricular shit, the uh, being like um, a pirate ambassador and shit, uh, all this other shit in a fraternity and still trying to like be the forefront of everything. I put too much on myself and that was the problem. I was trying to escape what I was going through, like escape what I'm feeling, like fill that up with responsibilities and shit. Responsibilities that at the time a nigga couldn't really, um, I couldn't complete them. I couldn't carry them out the way I should have been able to. And that was something I should have dropped everything I was doing. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Them, but <laughs> hey i see your board looking at us every single week every single thursday but you have yet to subscribe why we're gonna keep doing this every week so make sure you like comment and subscribe to the awkward thinking page and follow us at awkward thinking share our stuff man share our stuff here at before the bus um until i i have decided to actually make a change like when I, after the pandemic or even during the pandemic, I was like, I can't go. If I go back to school, I'm going to be in a situation where it's like, I'm not going to want to. I'm not going to. And that, I'm like, it's also crunch time, nigga. It's like time for you to graduate. You've been here for four years. This is now your fifth year, which isn't uncommon. Um, but it was just like after five years, you can't you can no longer like you can't be here. Like it's not normal after five years. So that was like something that was on my mind. It was like. You got to make sure you can come into this okay so you can finish out your last month. And you know what helped? What's, what What I do realize started it, it was us being sent home from the uh, for the pandemic. Like, at the start of the pandemic, niggas got sent home. And a lot of us were scared because we knew, like, the kind of situations we was coming back into. Like, um, at the time, like, going back home, I had a handicapped brother who was still home. And he was doing evil shit like i miss him he he's passed on since then but he was he he was doing evil shit at the time like and it caused stress on my mother it caused stress on the whole household so it was like this is a it's too much to deal with while trying to be in school trying to work and be like a, a happy person and it was like um i remember one day in the acting class, like we had that same acting class and it was like, he, he made us write a story of our lives or some shit. And I had to like start from the beginning. And I was like, I was finally able to be like, fuck, this is why I'm like this. This is why I'm like, cause I'm writing down traumas and shit. I'm writing down, I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna be honest. Cause I, I couldn't think that was the other thing. Like when you're going through shit, you, you get a blockage. I feel like, and I could not write down no fake shit. I could not, like, I couldn't do, like, a simple-ass story, like, oh, well, you know, I got a big family, we barbecue, we cook a lot, this and that. I, I didn't, I, I didn't have the energy to keep faking it. So I was like, 
Nigga, I've been through trauma. I'm like, I, I'm writing all that down. I'm like, I've been through this and that. Um, I feel like this, and I'm at home right now. Like, I'm ending it off. Like, I'm at home right now in a situation I really don't want to be in. I don't know how the future is about to look. But doing that helped me. Like, I finally got the, the, the time to vent and vent in a way I have never been able to vent before and feel like, um, like during that venting on them, on that, them words on that paper was like, the shit just, it just went straight there. And it was like, it was like a weight off my shoulders. And then after that, I started addressing shit. So like some of my traumas and shit, I would just die, like address them to the people who gave it to me. My older, older brothers, older cousins, Y'all called me gay and faggots and shit when I was a kid, like a, a little ass kid at that. Like, I ain't appreciate that. That's You don't do that to a kid. You don't, like, you don't teach a kid shit like that and then make them feel like something that they're not like. And, and even if I was gay, like, the way y'all went about it was not the way I feel like I'm your brother at the end of the day. That's not the way you should have treated me if you thought I was gay. So it's like, and, and mind you, I'm five, so it's not like, I feel like at five years old, you don't really know who somebody is and shit, but nigga, it was like, shit like that had affected me, where as an adult now, I'm emotionally unavailable. I can't talk to you, I can't um, I can't share certain shit with you, I can't really hold uh, not a deep personal conversation, but I can't be vulnerable with you and, and like, shit like that had affected me, and I just, it, it took forever to like a, like find the root of it and start addressing it and now that I've started doing that I've been able to be like not a better person but a better me mm-hmm. like I, I do feel happier now like this whole year has went by like um from January to up to this point and they're, they're like the way that I used to feel sad I used to feel like such a deep sadness and it used to like I would not want to do shit I would not want to talk to nobody I didn't want to like, don't don't even come around me. Let me just be sad and shit. And it just took me a time, like some time to get through that. I, I will say isolation helped that a lot. Like being in the house by myself because there was nothing to do. Nigga, you have to talk to yourself. You got to ask yourself certain shit. And like, sometimes you sit in, and, and that was the thing. Like, you put yourself in certain situations where, again, you choosing to be hurt. You sitting in dark ass rooms and shit. Like, you, you, like, I'm blacking out all my curtains I'm making sure like there's not one inch of light. As I'm going to sleep, I'm blocking the the small ass light that's on the candle warmer, the small ass light that's on my TV. I don't want to see no light. I just want to be in blackness. Like, and it was like it wasn't good for me. But going through that, I was able to get through it. And now I'm here. Like I can really say and genuinely say, this whole year I've been happy. I've been in such a a, a better place, and I've been able to like look forward to the future in the way I wasn't able to before. Yeah. It's great, Vincent. I'm, I'm happy for you. Good. Thank you. I'm still sad, guys. <laughs> but with that being said, oh, thank you. Thank you. With that being said, it's time! It's about that motherfucking time, shouting. Where we give you a positive message to end the fucking week, nigga. So, Vince, what's your positive message to get through the week? Um, I feel like once you grow on this show, you're definitely your job to to do the healing. 
Um, you not no kid no more. Address shit. Your aunties, your uncles, your mother, your daddy, your brothers, and your sisters. They did some fuck shit to you when you was a kid. Address this shit now that you're an adult. Let them know what you what they did, what they put you through wasn't okay. And, and just let them know, like, yeah, nigga, I, I ain't appreciate that. That wasn't okay. You don't do a kid like this. Or even now, like, set. you got to learn how to, like, set boundaries and be firm on them boundaries. I don't tolerate talk like this. I don't tolerate um, this. To me, this is disrespectful. Don't ask me certain things. Don't ask me this. And don't don't say certain shit about me in this manner. Like, let people know that. And if they can't respect that, then shit, leave them alone. Let people be where they at. And don't, don't like... Don't entertain it. Um, my positive messages to the week is um, is it's more so a note the self type shit. Um, everything that I've like gone through and whatever the case, especially like I said with my father, uh, everything I've gone through, like I'm, I promise you, I'm not mad at you. I'm not whatever i actually you know i'm very forgiving because for me to all that pent-up anger that i have for you or all that whatever that's that was really destroying me more than than helping me so i i do forgive you i do but i don't i don't have to choose to deal with you you know like i appreciate it all the giving me life in the sense you know whether you put that thing down or not you know thank you appreciate it i'm here but nah, for real, like shit. Um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm going, I'm just healing. So, you know, in the process of healing, just be true to yourself, and that's it. That's all I can say to it. Shit, thank you for fucking being awkward with us. I'm nice. <laughs> I'm Vince. See you next week, man. Shit. Let's get it.